We're back too soon. We're back too there's soon. Too man, there's too much comedy couch, Dennis. I know. We're giving it's been them, two within a month. Somebody <laughs> emailed me on my Facebook and said, if you could do one a month, that would be great. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. our goal you now. You send $5. Yeah. No, that's the thing. It's For not, the price of a cup of coffee, we're we not really... Even, I don't yeah. want to sound like one of those dogs in the Sarah McLaughlin yeah. commercial. It's not like we're trying to hold out for no we're we just want to be doing it by the way did you busy you, motherfuckers have you seen that now it's the first time ever i saw your face is the song for the, the dog, dog i have and that seen doesn't that. work no because i understand the first time i saw you in that cage when i got you at the mm-hmm. pound makes us think about you know dating but i it just that doesn't it's too like romantic a song no it's like, too romantic it's a too song. much of like a wedding first dance yes. song you can't make it about abused dogs no you can't no, you and Roberta Even Flack. Even if Roberta's going to give you a deal, I think she's on the, dead. I don't think no, she would have. She's alive. Okay, because I think she does the voiceover in the commercial. Ah, okay, yeah, she needs a song. Okay, I don't think it. I think you're right. It's not yeah. the right song. I for also the dead don't. Have you song. seen Debbie? Um, Debbie Boone doing the lifestyle lift. Yeah, I have. She seen starts that. singing "You Light Up My Life" and then she turns to the camera and goes, "I'm here to talk to you about the lifestyle lift." You know, you can't get Debbie and not have her do that song. It's like Celine not doing Titanic. No, it's nothing like that because Celine has 15 other songs that's she true. could do. Well, and Debbie does just that one that. song. That's it. If you... <laughs> Celine can sell out Vegas. You could have Debbie Boone on a cooking show and mm-hmm. she's singing You Light Up My Life. She'd say, is this, um, is this dark rum or is yeah. it light rum? And you know, while this, <laughs> while this is cooking, I just like to say... You light rum so up my life. many nights. Yeah. Ooh, tastes great. I sit by yeah. the wind. A little more salt. That's Waiting right. Can I have a little more monitor and a little more some... salt, please? <laughs> I'd like a little more reverb. Ooh, uh, spicy. Little, what did you put in that? A little more cooking oil. Yeah. Yeah, someone's going to have the runs. I love that part of that song where it goes, And fill my nights with song near the end yeah but it's it the with can't. that's oh. not what you expect you expect mm. it to go up for yes mm. i suppose oh, it's delicious but, well we just Anyways. bagged it out for you it's the comedy couch <laughs> with dennis hensley and tony tripoli the it's 2013 it on the right is dennis hensley that's and the right. on the left is tony tripoli and i like to call it i spell it f-a-g space i-t as, a, as an action what are you going to do with that cup i'm going to fag it or something. I don't know. It's like a, it's a, it's if, a, if you it's come proactive. at me, if it's the fall of fag itry, <laughs> and that's two words, you I'm, would I'm like literally that. packing up my belongings. No, you would, you'd be into that. No, I would dig so that. So it's, a uh, it's post holidays. It's, what is it, like the seventh today? It's the seventh of January. Monday, and this was a hard fucking Monday. Um, First Monday back in the office, and we have a great office. I love my office and my coworkers. Didn't want to go today. Weren't feeling it. Well, because we've had two weeks of yeah. not going in, and it's been... Well, and I got in late last night from my trip, so I didn't have a lot of sleep. I'm a little laggy. So we all know that you went on a cruise. I did go on. Well, do we all know? I don't even know. I decided right before. Well, we talked right last before, time that you were I going I said that I was going to go. But it's, it wasn't a gay cruise. It was not a gay cruise. And tell us how gay it wasn't. It was so not gay. Okay, it was a princess cruise, and because I'm working with them on, this, um, on these cruise staff shows... Uh, for an upcoming ship, I was able to get a friends and family deal. They didn't want me. They didn't. I didn't have to go on, but I had the time, and I was like, right. "I'm going to go ferret this out." So when you say for, like half price, yeah, 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 sweet deal. So you get on for like fifty or sixty bucks a day. Yeah, that's crazy cheap. Yeah, because you can normally get about a hundred bucks a day, right? Yeah. That's like a rate people can get. 
Maybe, yeah. I think so. That's But it awesome. was a sweet deal. It was good. Love it. Good for you. So, yeah. And uh, 10 days Caribbean. But here's the thing. There's five male dancers. Normally, there's six. One guy had hurt himself, and they were down to five. So One, he was off the ship? He was gone. Yeah. And I would have loved him, apparently. Wow. Conk, conk, I know, exactly. Conk. But there were five male dancers. Yeah. One was gay, and he was in a relationship with one of the singers. And the other... Where has there ever been a ship with... Four out of five dentist surveys. Four out of five dentist surveys take it up the ass. Yeah, this is not the right dentist. No, it's not the right dentist. You were the wrong on the wrong ship of dentists. It's true. And uh, we we got before I got there, I got an email saying there had been a health situation, and they were up to a level five on the ship, and. They had just come out of dry docks. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. I don't remember level five. No, they were up to level five. There, there had been some kind of neurovirus something going on, and like two hundred people had gotten sick the previous cruise, and so it was one of those things where don't touch the knobs, don't do anything, you know, Purell. They already have Purell everywhere. They have Purell everywhere, and that's and they um, wouldn't at the buffet. They wouldn't give you a tray until you Purelled, and uh, they wouldn't. You, Blame you, the norm- victim. Normally, <laughs> you can <laughs> serve yourself a lot of that stuff. Well, at the beginning of the cruise, they were, what would you like? Okay, I'll take a bread yeah. roll, and they would put it on there. But the dancers and all the crew were under red level, which meant they couldn't go out. Red in, level. Um, red level, level five, red. For sure. They couldn't go out in public areas until New Year's Eve. So I didn't even meet. Why until New Year's Eve? Were they? Well, that's when they were. They then were, it was like, well, the that's a big holiday. We got to sell booze. Well, the first day there were like eight people sick. And then it, four. they were waiting to see wow. day by day. Yeah, it was a heavy duty health crisis. There was an outbreak. It was an outbreak situation. Was there a uh, monkey on the ship the week before? I don't before? know. I don't Well, if he was, he was probably straight. <laughs> My luck. <laughs> he bit so, a girl in the pussy oh my God. and started so, an outbreak. When I finally got to meet them like four or five days in, I was like, you are the dancers. And um, I love them. Uh, I, did, I bonded you, with a few of them. but not. I did didn't, you frighten them? I might have. Because I have. With my enthusiasm. I have many times gotten on a ship. And before we left dry dock, like I'm going right to the gym because I know this is one of the times that they're on the ship yeah. and they're usually in the gym working out and I'm going to go meet the dancers. Yeah. And I've bound it up and been like, I used to do the shows and I'm so excited and I just want to – and they – I've literally freaked people yeah, out. Yeah, I'm sure. Usually Australians. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, have you met that guy? Um, I think his name's Need. Yeah. Maybe it's I think his needy. name is Crazy Fag. Fra- crazy Fag. I, needs, I thought it was Crazy Faggot, but apparently it's Fag hole, Space. IT. Empty hole of need. I need you to be I my think. friend, and I'm twice your age. And I used to do what you did. Maybe yeah, I, yeah. Something no. about it's doughy old man who yeah. thinks he's me. But was in I, the gym I, um, I bonded with an American yeah. girl named Jasmine, who was the only American girl on the team. Yeah. There might have been one American guy. And I'd outsource the jobs beautiful. if you could have more gays. Oh, so beautiful. And um, I'll give you an idea of what she looks like. She, Well, her dad is German. Her her mother's from the Dominican Republic. And yeah. she's a little curvier. So in the disco show, yeah, when she they looks had, like Jasmine. When, I know. That's she plays she Princess like. Jasmine. Yes, in she gets goddamn right she does. <laughs> and she and I told I talked to her about carpet problems and she's like, I know. Oh, don't but get anyway, me started. <laughs> it's like that's fucking lemon. It's like triple A. Oh, I'm telling you. But um Me and every bald man in the world can talk carpet problems for yeah. fucking hours. She um did the solo in Brick House and the disco show. That'll give you an idea of what she looks like. But we bonded on a New Year's Eve and she kind of goes, "Can you? Will you do me a favor?" She goes, "I don't know, no, I, I can't." She goes, and I said, "What?" Just say it. She goes, 
see that officer over there? I want to talk to him, but I can't. I'm shy oh, and I don't know how to do it. She didn't and know how lucky she got it. Because here's the thing. I have a long history of hooking up girl dancers with Italian officers. That's right in my wheelhouse. I did it with my friend Amy, and she got married and divorced from an Italian officer. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so I was like... I was like, hey, good evening. I was like, excuse me, do you know what time it is? And he's like, it's almost one. And I was like, okay. And that's all I had. But she jumped right in. She jumped in. And then we were off. And then the three of us were chatty, McChatter chat. And I used to work here. And I love Italian. And I'll almost a DJ and this and that. And the next thing you know, they're hitting it She's off. She's pregnant. And yeah. And now I, it's a code red I don't the know. I don't know if it's going to be a love, a full on relationship but i do know she got a midnight you know she got a new year's kiss isn't that great i made that i was like i did you have a new year's kiss i did not there was no there was nobody there wasn't um there was that one dead dancer that may or may or may not have been gay or straight he can't can't say no patient zero of the health crisis (laughs) you could Uh, kiss that chapukan monkey what are they called (laughs) chapukan what's the kind of monkey you know the i don't know what's that word I the don't know. Cute that. little monkey that used to be on Friends, Chapushian. I have no Chapushian, idea. Whatever. It's a like a breed. David Schwimmer. Maybe I don't know. It's like a kind of Asian. <laughs> I don't know. It's like just say Vietnamese. I don't whatever. know. Whatever. Um, I don't those know. Those monkeys. But yeah, you didn't have a midnight kiss. I didn't have a midnight kiss, and there weren't. There wasn't. I didn't have any crushes on the boat. I mean, that were. Did you straight. turn on your grinder? I did, but it didn't work on the ship. So it would work in port. And it and there was one guy that I met on Scruff that I was supposed to, that was supposed to meet me at the coffee bar at eight, and d- didn't show up, um, and then told me later he scuba dived and got a headache. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just a lot of well, misconnections. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. A lot of misconnections. Didn't know no no romance, but no like oh I should have and I blown right. It. There was just no it wasn't there. Uh, but I was one of the dancers was named Rodney from Brazil. <sighs> Enough he was said. so cute. Enough said. He was so hot. Yeah. He has this hot body. He was also in Brick House in my oh imagination. Oh, my God. He's that hot. And he was a fantastic performer. And yeah. Like, I never even noticed Jasmine. Uh, they were my – they were they were all really talented. It was – and they were beautiful. Everybody yeah. was striking and like, did wow. Did you feel like they were like toddlers? Like they were – No. Did you feel like they're so young? No, a little bit. But I feel – the biggest sensation of the whole thing was that I left that company in that life 20 years ago. 20. 20 years ago. And it felt like maybe six months ago. I, apparently I did some stuff in LA. I had some kind of life in Well, LA. you had a dance recital. You I had a pop. dance recital and may, I think I you dabbled in writing. Newsy. I was a sex a little newsie. A little bit of news, yeah. I, there may be a little type, something. But other right. than that, I was just But really, just you're still ship. a cruise ship dancer. It was so weird that it felt like not long ago at all. It really, I don't know why, but it was very God. surreal. Um, so. Yeah, I have such vague, I mean, I have such memories. Like, I don't have I just felt like it was memories. such a part of me. It's I have really pleasant me. memories, but they're, they're yeah. so, I can't remember who was in what cast. I mean, I did. Yeah. Seven years of ships, so I think I did like you nine, for a bunch like of different, nine different ships probably in seven years. And you worked yeah. for Princess and Princess Royal Caribbean and Norwegian one time, right? But um, yeah, I can't remember who was in what cast on what ship, and I'm still in touch with a couple of people, and they're like, "Oh, I just talked to so and so," and I'm like, "I don't remember who that is." Yeah. And, oh yeah, was she in with us? I thought that was in the you know. They've all sort of like bled together. Well, but. also, I worked with one company, so I was more steeped right. in one culture. And you guys really 
you were like the old school love boat days Cruise where map, like yeah. you knew you met every passenger yeah. and there were like seven of you and you ran the entire We worked our ship. asses off all the time. It's not like that no more. And I was just no like more. a lazy singer that worked three nights a week. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It was just sure. it was a couple years later, but it was like people there. People had Norma Raid before me. Yeah. And then I did a little Norma Ring in my first couple of contracts. Yeah. And I normally raid myself into a big old cabin with a queen size bed and a window. <laughs> like I wasn't. You were gonna. I wasn't selling no fucking raffle tickets yeah. or calling no bingo. No, it wasn't gonna happen. I was half. I was marking through bad yeah. Broadway medleys three nights a week and yeah. shitting my. By the way, just so you know, when you come to the writers' meeting this week for Wednesday, all of my jokes are going to be about Al Roker shitting his pants. Did Al Roker shit his pants? Yes, he told it today on the Today Show. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know about that. On the Today Show today, he talked about when he had just had the gastric bypass surgery. He went to his first event at the White House, and you have to be very careful what you eat. And whatever they served was probably a little greasier or a little spicier than what he was ready for. And he was going about to go and meet the, the then president, which I think was probably Bush, too. And he thought it was a fart, and he trusted it. And he shit his pants at the White House and had to go in the men's room and throw his underwear in the garbage pan. And then he had to meet the president commando. He's stealing your bit. I know. First of all, how does he how does he delicately say all of that? Not <laughs> at, using at that language. 920 in the AM. Yeah. Well, because Kathy Lee's half in the bag. So Hoda's <laughs> the only one paying attention. And Hoda, Hoda stopped having standards years ago. But yeah. like. Yeah, I, so I'm That's obsessed amazing. with Al Roker shitting his pants. That's an amazing because story. Because it's like you got away with it for like almost a decade. I can't Why are you telling folks he didn't now? Do that in, didn't tell it in sweeps. <laughs> like it's January. I can't believe that we're, since we're that NBC Universal is, yeah. is our same company. Yeah. I, I know. I really can't believe it wasn't some kind of a bump into <laughs> some kind of a teaser. Al Roker I'm sure shits it's his trending. Pants. I'm sure yes. it's trending its ass off. That's an amazing story. Um, but he tr- he sharded. He talked about sharding on the Today Did Show. Did he say shard? I don't think he's, you can say the. I hope you can't say the I word shard on the Today Show, because if if you yeah. can say shart at nine a.m. on NBC, then what can we do at ten thirty on yeah. E? <laughs> That's true. That's gonna keep we us. We can employed. actually shart. We can actually. We can yeah, draw a picture of it. Uh, Wow, I didn't know that. That's an amazing thing. So just uh, that's all that's in my frontal lobes and all of my is, jokes. Oh, that's all are you can think be, about. This dress that's is good... messier than Al, Al Roker's shard at the White House. Like yeah. everything comes back to that yeah. for me now. Good. It's a good. It's a go-to. Yeah. I like it. It's fr- it's fresh. Yeah, goddamn right. It's fresh. <laughs> you would it's fresh think it with a dollar sign. A ten-year-old, a ten-year-old puddle of shart doesn't yeah. seem like it would be fresh. Never, Yet it is. Never trust a fart. Nah. Never, Dennis. And we've you've trusted a fart and yeah. regretted it, right? Yeah. Come I on. A, tell I don't have a, my stories about that aren't. I don't even remember them as well as yours. Although well, I relive them on stage. But I don't I've, think I've ever followed through. I can't remember ever really. You've never trusted a fart and then kind of had, shit in my pants. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe no. not even a little paintball. Maybe a paintball. But I can't. I can't think of where or when. God, that makes I do me remember sad. sometimes needing to go so bad mm-hmm. that the franticness driving down Clybourne Avenue to the house yeah. and the key and all of that. Oh yeah, that that's hilarious. Where the, <laughs> the pants come down, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. I I do remember moments of that that are just like 
rape trauma. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what rape trauma is like. But you I don't like forget. that you're specifying that you don't know what rape trauma. Look, I, I know we've only told, told everything that's only... happened to our lives in the past four years, but I've never been raped. No. As if you would leave that I've out of I've a... been font raped a lot. There was so font much raped. font rape going on on the ship. Oh, yeah, you know they can't font pick. Rape is. Of course, they can't pick. Every night, the menu. The and DJ the, font oh, it's in the, messy. on the screens were like 80s night. That's what happens like, when you let 22 year olds be in charge of fonts. And also, but there were a lot of like cursive, um, all caps fonts, like over the um, Trident grill or whatever, like fonts that grown ups picked. Yeah, it's a problem. Put, you know, there was just a bit of font raping. But I don't care what's happening in the yeah. Ukraine. There's no excuse for this. Let me see. I'll do some more ship stuff, but let's hear about you, some of your adventures. Well, I went to Phoenix, Arizona uh, yeah. for Christmas, right which on. is when Jesus was born. That's and, right. you know, I got to celebrate that. And so I have this little niece. And so, you know, I got to fly in and, and spoil her. And um, I had given her some shrinky dinks last right. year. I'm remember? not sure what they are, but shrinky I dinks remember them. Shrinky dinks are these, they're like clear sheets of plastic. Oh, right. And you would color it with these pencils. Okay. And then you would cut out the item and put it in the oven on a cookie sheet. Oh, wow. And it would curl up and shrink down and then re-flatten out and be a little piece of plastic that looked like stained glass. I'm wearing one right here on my wrist. Okay, nice. Because... Matea and I, do you see the little, I have a little a crown, crown hanging on a little string as a bracelet. Nice. Because even, you know, she's seven, but she knows apparently I'm a queen. And so okay. she said, um, Uncle Tony, well, I'm going to make you a bracelet from one of these shrinky dinks that we are making. And like by it. the way, this little thing is about the size of a dime, mm -hmm. but it was, it was about 10 or 12 inches across when wow. it was bit, like on this, and then it shrinks down and becomes this little dime. So shrinky dinks are awesome. You watch them in the oven and they cook like in 45 seconds, they shrink down. It's really neat. And she was like, what? So I gave her some last Christmas and she had never done them. Right. And so she also could give a damn about her easy, excuse me, easy bake oven. Wasn't having it. Which is breaking my heart. Like I got her the easy bake oven last year. And I got the cakes and the cupcakes, and now they have pretzels with cheese dip and right. all this stuff you can make. She don't care. She's like, it's just easier to tell mom to cook me something. Yeah, that like, like I don't want to cook with a light bulb. I'm not stirring and mixing and waiting an hour. Yeah. Like, okay. what are you? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. When my sister had the Easy Bake Oven, I was so I would sneak it, and I was so obsessed with it. Yeah. And anyway, um, so the shrinky dinks she had never done. Well, I got her more. This year for Christmas. Right. So it was, a, broke. it was a damn good thing that on Christmas Eve, she said, I want to do these things we'd never done last year. So we did the Shrinky Dinks. So she loved that she got more for Christmas. Um, but she gave presents to my sister's boyfriend that were from Matea to Daddy. Interesting. And, you know, they've only known each other six months. Okay. And, you know, that... I've called people daddy that I haven't known that long. Dennis Hensley. <laughs> I really. It never happened. It was it on the just, ship, and there was only one straight dancer. It couldn't have happened. It couldn't have happened. No, but there was It was some, that yeah, Chapuka it, monkey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, so, she, you know, I'm like, on one hand, That's I love big... that she, I love that she's so close with Natalie's boyfriend, and I'm right. so thrilled that my sister found a guy that's great, and he's great, and I really like him, and, but, you know, I'm, it's only six months, and, like, that's a little in our family, intense. I figure, look, that means I've only visited like three times. Like, I can scare you off. Like, aside from whatever my sister can do in terms of scaring him off, yeah. I'm pretty good. I can scare off, right? And so 
But uh, but so Christmas was really great. But Christmas Eve, I got into Phoenix that afternoon. My mom cooked this gigantic prime rib that was like out of the opening of the Flintstones. And she made her mashed potatoes, which is like mostly butter and sour cream and then like a little potato just to hold it yeah. together. And her gravy is just like pure beef fat like drippings it's so good she makes the best gravy in the world but you know i've been on this really specific delivery diet and really trying to work it hard and i got so sick about an hour after dinner like i thought i was gonna puke but i couldn't and i wanted to have diarrhea but nothing would come out and it was like i was trusting farts I, i was encouraging farts to betray me and nothing was gonna produce and i just was miserable and i was bloated and all christmas day i had this huge fever and i was in bed with the oh shivers, God. I literally had some kind of like a stomach flu. So I never had Christmas dinner, turkey and stuffing. And any oh, you of didn't that. have it? No, I was l- so sick. I was in bed the entire time. And then the day after Christmas, I was able to have some like broth. And then I left. So oh I had God. no like of my Phoenix food frenzy. No. But I did go that last night in Phoenix. We did go and see my friend who I had done shows with in Phoenix Children's Theater. Yeah. Her name is Johanna. We went and saw her in Annie. Okay. At this dinner theater that's way the fuck, like a half an hour outside of town. Yeah. And so it was surprisingly expensive. It was like 75 bucks a ticket. Right. And you get horrible dinner, which I couldn't eat, uh, and the show. And it was heartwarming and sweet and heartbreaking and terrifying, like, all at the same time. Like, because – these people are getting, you know, paid to do this show. Right. Which is, I'm thrilled for them. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it was of a certain level of quality. Right. That, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, so like, there were things about it that were so embarrassing. Like, yeah. you know, sets on wheels that maybe never got locked down. And so someone's doing a scene and their bedroom is sort of rolling off stage. Like, right. you know, like very, and, you know, a lot of people aren't really ready to be, Ready for prime on time. stage necessarily, right? But yeah, it's so. Um, but my but how friend, was your friend? She's great. Who did she play? She played Miss Hannigan. Right on. But so here's the story about my niece. Okay. My my uh, sister says, Matea, tomorrow night we are going to go see one of Uncle Tony's friends, right, in a play called Annie. Now you remember you and Uncle Tony watched that movie, and it's got the lady, and there's all the the little girls that don't have moms and dads, and she's so mean to them. Because she's watched the movie with me, yeah. Carol Burnett. And she, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. And she goes, well, Tony's friend is playing the mean lady. And so we're going to go and see that in a play tomorrow night. And Matea goes, okay, wait. Is Uncle Tony's friend a girl? <laughs> like, she's seven, and she thought there was a 50-50 chance that it was maybe some kind of yeah. drag been. performance. Could have been Shangela. Who knows? It's Uncle Tony. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. And so she's a very jaded seven-year-old. Yeah. And so, Is she going to be li- singing or lip-syncing for her life? Yeah. She was, so Matea was <laughs> totally unimpressed with the show. Not, not she thought it. a lot of the kids, she literally said she didn't think a lot of the kids sounded very good. Yeah. And I'm like, Matea, she's younger than you, yeah. and she's doing a so- – well, she put her ass up on the fucking stage. Yeah. She should have fucking – like – Yeah, and it wouldn't kill her to stop indicating somebody. I know. Matea is yeah. – you think I'm a tough customer? <laughs> this child is so critical. So, yeah, so that was hilarious. And Did you see Johanna afterwards? Yes, and I and you know, you told, to keep told her how from, good she – yeah, Matea yeah. just sat there with her arms folded. <laughs> uh, it was – 
amazing. Yeah. But so yeah, so then I came home and had a day or two, and then I went to to a Puerto Vallarta That's for right. New Year's, uh, which was also which kind is of a, kind an of abortion. a tradition. Yeah, I love going there. But I was staying at this shitty hotel, the Abbey Hotel, which you've which stayed at. I've not stayed at the Abbey. Oh, you haven't? No, I stayed at some other place. I thought you would stay there. It was near the Abbey. And this place was horrible. Yeah. So my first night there, I've brought uh, someone home. Right. And we're in the shower together about to do sex in someone's Now, butt. you met him there? Yes. Okay. And... Not a hooker. Because I remember that. I know. Usually my first night there, a hooker hits on me and I almost take them home and they want money. This was not a hooker. I got in at like four and I went to the bar at Blue Chairs and there was like the strippers were there. And that same Cuban stripper that kept trying to show you his penis. You know the one. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. I don't. That one stripper that kept like really showing. Well, I didn't think he was that hot. No, the one that you... No, no, no. Anyway, there was a stripper there that you would have remembered, and at blue chairs, yeah. But the anyway, and so we were talking, and he remember. was there with friends, and I met this guy, and whatever. And so we went back to my, and he was Mexican. He was in town from Mexico City. So okay. we go back to my place. We're in the shower, right? And I hear this noise, and I'm like, it sounds like the air has kicked on really loudly. But I remember not turning the air conditioner on because it wasn't. And so I turn the shower off, and there's a very loud. I open the shower door. And under the sink, clearly a pipe has burst. Right. And all the water is bouncing around inside that hollow wooden console. Yeah. And there's just, it's gushing out like a fire hydrant, like gushing yeah. gallons. Gall- and so I go, oh my God. And I go, you speak Spanish, so you call the front desk. I go into the bedroom and there's already like two inches of water oh my God. on the floor. It's like titanic we're sinking yeah and so i get my suitcase and i throw all my stuff back in the suitcase and go put it out in the hall um way down the hall and in the like five minutes it took someone to get there there was almost a foot of water in my room like it was oh gushing God. out so fast is it carpeted or hard tile okay. tile and so ultimately before they found the way to turn the water off because it was a sunday night yeah it had flooded the entire second floor down the stairs and flooded the lobby of the hotel Holy shit! And it wasn't it wasn't our sexual energy. Like it just a fucking pipe burst. I can't yeah. take any kind of credit. So the pipes cock blocked me because wow. I got nothing. Wow. So I had to send him home, and they were like, "We're completely sold. We don't have another room to put you in." And you know, Mister Tripoli's not gonna be okay with it. like so I'm what not are you a, supposed to do. I'm not a roll with the punches kind of guy when it comes. No, but to that. that's you have to stay somewhere. So I'm like, yeah, you're gonna have to. And they go, well, we have one room, but it's not a queen size bed. And I'm like, well, I really need a queen size bed, but I can handle one night. And they're like, well, yeah, but tomorrow we can put you back in that same room. And I go, no, that room is gonna smell like old rotted wood tomorrow. Like I can't just stay the rest of the week in there. So they put me in this smaller room with a single bed and. There was no internet at the hotel and whatever. And so it started raining the next day. Yeah. And I called the airline and was like, I need to go home early. And it was $655 to come home early. Oh, my God. And I happily paid it and came home three days early. And so got, you stayed one night? I stayed two nights in Mexico. Yeah. I tried to download movies to watch and their internet wasn't working. It wouldn't right. even download movies. Like It was just... So New Year's Eve night was really fun. They did the dancing in the street again, yeah. and I was with that same guy and his friends, and we had a really nice time. And you know, I had a really fun dinner and dance. But I got out of there at fucking eight o'clock the next morning, and I have to tell you, I sat in the closet. There was like a wooden shelf, and I sat down on it to put my shoes on, and it collapsed. 
and just the wood just shattered under the weight of my big fat body and rusted nails were sticking up that could have gone up my ass and would have given me tetanus. And like this hotel room was like decrepit and dangerous and a hazard. There was no hot water. You were gay bashed by the venue. Yeah. And the manager, the hotel manager was like, I was like, you need to put me in another hotel if you don't have another room. And he was like, no, I'm not, you know, tough shit. He was really kind of a dick. I called hotels.com when I got home. Yeah. And they were like, we are so sorry. They refunded me all my money. Yeah. Good. For the entire stay. They're like, you don't have to deal with the hotel. We'll handle it. Like, I have to really, really recommend hotels.com. That's good. They fucking protected me majorly. They still gave me my little points for staying there. They refunded all my money. So I ended up kind of breaking even on the expensive flight to come back home. But like. I love Hotels.com. Don't ever stay at the Abbey Hotel. Luis, the manager, is a dick. Fuck you. And happy. I had three days in L.A. with nothing to do, and it was gorgeous weather, and it was so great. I had a little staycation. You had a staycation? I watched all three seasons of The Good Wife, and I went to the gym. Is she a was, good wife? Yeah. Okay. So I had a great break i have to say it was a great really great they emailed us from work and were like oh they want us to do this special and i was like okay i'll talk about it monday like i wasn't thinking funny thoughts all weekend like i had a great time yeah good good so hooray i know i don't remember the name of the hotel i stayed at but it's not the abbey but it's near there hotel hotel mercurio is up the street yeah i think it was mercurio it's not super nice it's not as nice as that place we stayed yeah but it was fine back in there um let me look at my little list on my thing um people on ships love to complain what yeah it's true and i overheard a bit of this could you did you feel like everyone was a fat white person no there were lots of families there and young people so there were lots of like you feel like people were in shape when i went on the ships with my no i mean the older people older middle-aged people people weren't but there were a lot of young people that were fit oh wow okay but there were a lot of like families that brought their college-age kids so there were a lot of like Mm. They they weren't young like thirties and forties. Right. They were like teenagers, twenties, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There were some, you know, some yummy uh, like hot college guys running around. Yeah, for That's sure. So dangerous. But um, and uh, the um, but there was one guy. I was working on my sh- my script for this show that I'm writing for Princess called right. The Dangerous Hour. And because the crew staff arranged to do a reading of it to, to let me see how I oh, cool. what it did. Yeah, we did it in the you crew put bar. It up it was on cool. its feet, we Dennis. put it up, we, we workshopped it a bit. Yeah. So I was actually doing this work. So I was highlighting these scripts, and this guy walked by. It was at the buffet or kind of later at night. And he goes, Are you are you working on something or are you grading papers? Or and I said, Well, grading actually, papers. I'm working on this, this show. I'm writing a show for the crew staff to do. And now he's off. Well, this is the worst crew stuff I've ever seen, and they don't have any entertainment, and I don't know what the hell, you know. And he goes off and on, and then he finishes, and I just look at him. I just keep staring because I have yeah. nothing to say, and nothing. Right? It's weird. I think I in the past I might have tried to spin, but I was like, no, you just a dude that needs to bitch, and I'm just yeah, gonna stare and I don't at you. work here, so I'm I'm not... just gonna stare at you. I'm gonna give you a Glenn Close dead <laughs> stare, damages <laughs> stare, and then you're gonna say. Something like, well, I hope your thing is better. Like, he, right. he, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. it gives him time to go, wow, I'm a bitching, complaining person. And no, this person's we don't ever that. think that, Dennis. <laughs> no, we never no. do. No, <laughs> the, the other dude. Like, when there's no one to bounce right. off of, then you kind of just go, oh, well. You're, I think it's a little embarrassing. 
when the person doesn't enable it. It's not. And then there was another woman that bitched about, they have this cool thing that I like actually called Movies Under the Stars. Have you heard of this? No. They have yes. A good, Where they big do the big screen, screen outside. And they show, yeah. Well, during the day, they show sort of like nature videos or kind of yeah. innocuous things. Could you please have them change that? Because it's just oh been that God. same nature thing, and it's so boring. It's like, put yeah. up a concert, put up a movie, put up anything, but not that thing. And, and she's telling the poor b- bartender. It's it. not his department. Love and also, it. they put that up there because it's the least objectionable thing that they could imagine. Of course. That could give it a little atmosphere. They know how complainy the passengers and are. And yet, that's what she went to, and I just stared at her, too, because I had nothing. People like to complain, is my point. Um, so... I saw all the production shows. I sat there through multiple times. Uh, and my favorite was Disco Blame It on the Boogie, which is the one that I saw with the workshop of. Sounds great. It's so good. And um, I got to go backstage afterwards and take a picture with the cast. And it's me. I don't have it on this phone. Me and um, all of these, this whole cast of people in the white Tony Monero suits. Of and I'm in a purple shirt. It's going to be the picture that goes with this podcast, I've decided. <laughs> And that was awesome. And then there was a giant cardboard box that was this big, and it said Disco Ball on the outside, and I took a picture of that. Because you want to – I just love a box that's, that's for the Disco Did they really ball. have a Disco Box? Yeah, giant Oh, that's three. where they kept it. And oh, okay. They, you know, they had a um, trap doors. It was so different than that's what great. I remember. So they had technology. They had technology. Yeah. Um, what else? But here's some boy stuff. Back before then – the weekend before Christmas, I was a bit of a kissing bandit. What? In so much as I kissed two different boys on two different nights you're that a, were right in a row. You're a kiss whore. I'm a kiss whore. And the uh, one of them is from San Francisco, and I met him on Scruff, and we had a little um, dinner and, t- you know, whatever, made out a little bit, and I might see him again when he comes down here. And the other one is somebody that I've known of but haven't met, and he's known of me, and then we did sort of meet. And he ended up going out dancing the night I went out with Zayd and Rebecca and Benji and all those people. And then we ended up like kissing at this lesbian bar, right? But my favorite thing that he said to me is like, you're trouble. And I'm like, you're not trouble. I'm not trouble. No one's ever thought I was trouble before. Tony, I'm trouble. That's No, that's why I thought it was so funny that I thought I was trouble. I was like, who do you think I am? Like he's got some image of me as trouble. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that good I mean, news that I could possibly here's what it is. be trouble to it's somebody? It's hilarious I know. is what it is. I know, but um, he meant it. Like, it was so weird. Like, like I was a little dangerous. Like, I just didn't know. Like, I, I can't be trusted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trouble. There's no definition of trouble <laughs> that could make you, like. And I know. And it was like somebody telling. That was like, I'd rather be told I'm trouble than almost anything. I'm giving you the Glenn Close it's so funny now. though no, no but that's we have awesome. the same reaction to yeah, it that's awesome i think i it's think hilarious. it's hilarious i think that's a benchmark in your life yes. that you were told you were trouble i know i was serving it up um and i hope that you slapped him yeah i was like i'll give you trouble no yeah. was it? i don't know uh so the, i love that i'm trouble um wow. that was me being a kissing i didn't it. like the movie pitch perfect as much as i thought i was gonna um it's kind of fun it's kind of fun exactly yeah it's pretty good yeah, but I guess people thought it was going to be horrible. So then, when it wasn't, they were like, "Oh, it's really good." And then when I was like, "Oh, I missed it. I need to see it," and I was like, "Um, it was like almost really good, but yeah. like everything that it kind of did needed to just be twenty percent better and could have been easily if someone would have." Like I up. felt like all the jokes were like, "Yeah, 
really good first draft or third yeah. draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, and God, that sounds cunty, but like, I just mean, it was such a great cast. Yeah. But ultimately, like, it's not going to be like, it's not going to endure the way Mean Girls does or some of those yeah. other movies. Yeah. I liked Anna Kendrick when she did that song with the Fuck cup. Yeah. With the little cup. Amazing. Cup. Um, I felt like in the trailer, Rebel Wilson, it was like, moment, moment, Rebel Wilson fat joke. Moment, moment, Rebel Wilson fat joke. Yeah, it was weird that she was like, I'm, I call myself Fat Amy and I do that. But like, there was something oddly sad about her. Like, I wanted her to be like, have the hot boyfriend by the end of the movie. Like, yeah, she's Fat Amy and she fucking owns it and guys dig it. But she's still the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah, it was really having it take at her expense. But she she sings good, right? Yeah. I was surprised with that. Um, it felt. It also felt like there was some stuff cut out of it, like that romantic subplot with the DJ. It felt like there was something more that yeah. got cut. Um, I, I didn't like that they. I they hated sh- Elizabeth Banks and the guy from all the Christopher Guest movies being the color commentators. Oh, I felt like every one of their jokes should have been better. Like that's a really good like improv moment. Yeah. Now let's go back and sharpen the joke and do another take. Yeah. Because like. They thought they were so hilarious, and I felt like, no, no, you're almost hilarious, yeah. but like they never really like. She produced it. I know, yeah. and I want to be. I want to be like one of those guys. It's like I love her as a comedian. Yeah. I just don't. I never thought she was that great on Thirty Rock. I just don't think of her as. I think she's a good actress. Yeah, but I don't think she's that funny. Yeah. Speaking of funny, have you seen the Tina Fey Amy Poehler thing where they're talking about doing the Golden Globes? It's like a promo trailer in the old actress voices. No, they're just in. They're just in their gowns, and they're and it really seems improvised. And and, and the jokes aren't even that funny, but they're just funny. Well, there's one where and they I talk about thought, how sexy they're going to be, and they like pose, pose, yeah, pose. Yeah, no, it wasn't that one. And there's one where they say, "We're going to do the entire evening in voices like this." See, uh-huh. it was and one where they thought that but... you know Daniel Day Lewis is going to win for Avatar. Like they acted like they didn't know anything, but it really seemed like they were just being off the cuff. And the jokes weren't even. That I think they will funny, be funny, but they are just. Funny people, yeah, for sure. I watched them and, and I thought they're, and they're just friends. funny. Yeah, and you I love can't them. fake that. Like they no. are gonna love and support each other yeah. and be—they're super funny. They're gonna be hilarious, and I won't see it until a month later. The the glowy globe. Yeah, because our schedule yeah. is we get to we watch the red carpet, yeah, and then we start frantically and terrifyingly trying to find jokes. Do you know and what? Do the a good show and byproduct of ten hours fashion polices, and I think it might be a blessing. I don't have to worry about throwing an Oscar party no. or going to an Oscar party. Yeah, I can't go. What's the Oscar thing? It's sort of out of. It's great. I think it's okay. Because it's I a really good I reason. So it's kind of a cool. Because I used to throw a really big one. And I'm now sorry, nobody's like, what are you doing? I work on this hit show and I just can't. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I yeah. thought I would miss that. But I feel like it's a relief. I met a guy yesterday who is Jesse Tyler Ferguson's stand-in on Modern Family. Oh, yeah. He was wearing this little coat that said modern family on the shoulder. Right. And I was like, Oh, you must work on the show. And he goes, yeah, this was our Christmas gift. And he goes, but what sucks is I can't wear it because it's a black coat and he's not allowed to wear all black or all white. Any all dark color sucks the light. And he also can't wear all white because it reflects too much light. Yeah. So he has to wear like mid tones. Okay. And, but what was interesting was he's, Maybe a redhead or a light brown hair, but he's very tan right? in a West Hollywood artificial way like myself. Right. And he was like, they call me the light sucker because 
I'm so like I my I have this tan which sucks the light in, and my skin tone is nothing like Jesse Tyler Ferguson's who I'm standing in for. But I'm a political hire, so they can't fire me. <laughs> and I love that. What sentence. does he mean the political hire? Apparently, he knows someone that works on the show, and so even though he's the most wrong person to be Jesse Tyler Ferguson's lighting double. They're just fucking stuck with it. He him. fucked the right dude. And he yeah. Fucked. And so this guy who wow. was very, very nice has this job and was openly like, yeah, I'm a political hire. They can't fire me. So they have to fucking deal with it. So the lighting people have to try to do the lights on him. Yeah. I'm like Nipsey Russell. Yeah. And then Jesse Tyler Ferguson is going to stand in and bounce all the fucking light off that they just did, which really kind of negates the point of having a lighting double. But. He's like, whatever. I Watch him. They'll job. put him in a wig and he'll be Sofia Vergara's. And he double. says on a lot of shows, he's because I said, well, why don't they put like light foundation on you to make you his color? And he goes, a lot of shows, they make you wear a wig and they double the costumes and everything. Yeah. But Modern Family is just like, we're a hit. You know, like it's very relaxed. Yeah. And also it's sort of docu-style. I mean, you, they that's sure part of it. He goes, we good, don't really do beauty lighting. Yeah, it's it's supposed to, look... to be shadowy and kind yeah, of severe yeah, yeah. lighting. So it's much more you know, on the fly, but yeah. Yeah. But he was very nice. I'm not shitting on this guy. He yeah. was really cool, but I kind of loved, I want to just start telling people I'm a political hire and I can't, be... Joan yeah. can't fire me. I can't. No, happen. I fucked Melissa. I put a baby a in little, Melissa. I'm, I'm a political hire. <laughs> did we talk about Donnie and Marie last time? We did, didn't we? Yeah. We did and the it more post Marie. distance that passes, the less I like that show. The more I love it. I loved, I love exactly. them. They're national treasures. They phoned it the Scat- fuck in. Scattershot Christmas. They phoned it in. Yeah. They really, they don't, I felt like they are not religious anymore. They don't care about Christmas. They were all about the dollars, Dennis. They were all about the Benjamins. Well, They were like prostitutes. They were on the pole. <laughs> they were on the pole for 90 minutes. By the way, 60 of which were on tape. But see, I love, I love that Marie's gonna sing her opera, and I love that Donnie wants. She didn't to sing still, her opera. Still wants to be in a boy band so bad he can taste it. Right, he's gonna, but he's he gonna bust some moves. To his big dance number, she yeah. lip synced her opera number, yeah, which was in a kimono for no reason. My biggest, be- ge- 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 my biggest complaint is that they sang a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll, and then they went into songs that weren't country. We're or neither rock country nor rock and we roll. We know the rules. It's from very the well 70s. established. Yeah. Don't change your own rules. Not now. Yeah. Not now. You're yeah. right. I agree. She's like, I'm a little bit country. The way you wear your hat. No, Marie, yeah. that's not country. Exactly. Yeah. Just I'm a little bit song. rock and roll. Let it snow. Let it snow. No, let it's it snow. Rock and roll, Donnie. Danny, fuck you, Donnie. <laughs> fuck. It's you. so weird. You tell us it's going to be country. Yeah. It, it should be called I'm a little bit country, but you'll have to take my word for it because now I'm <laughs> Cause, singing Winter Wonderland. Because it didn't fit in the fucking we, – we're not doing 92 minutes. We're doing 90. Yeah. It's called Scattershot Christmas. Jesus. I want to talk a little about Downton Abbey because I'm finally catching up with it. i got two episodes left, and okay, I love watching it. we're not talking about season three. No. Okay. I just want to talk about something I've observed about it that I think about as a writer, which is like – they tell so many stories and there's so many characters, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they, they, there's rarely scenes where you felt like the writer wanted to see the scene play out and he wanted to see them. It's almost like they do story, story, plot, 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 plot. No, you they're very, all mini scenes. And there's very few scenes where you just savor You're the right. way no, they're it, interacting. It like, has a certain speed that's almost like a trailer it's almost like it's it's almost like a trailer and it's almost like the whole episode and you feel like 
I there's interesting stuff happening to these characters that would be really fun to watch that we're not seeing. But that's what I love. That's what I hated about Six Feet Under was every scene felt like it was the final scene of the episode and was the cliffhanger. Yeah. Like I hated the pacing of it. Yeah. So I think that's why I like Downton so much is that the, what's modern is they never stay in any one place for more than 90 seconds. And there's so many stories they bounce yeah. around and you get to feel smart without ever having to be smart. But I don't, I don't get the joy of watching certain scenes play out. That, that actress like that plays the maid, that is in love with Mister, um, Mister, yeah, what's his name? That actress yeah. is a phenomenal treasure. Is her name Anna? Maybe. Yeah. But with the way she beams joy, yeah. and she's so the way subtle. she is sorrowful, it yeah. just I could I love her so much. Yeah, and I find Mary so intriguing. Yes, she's riveting, and she's a cunt face. And yet you don't want her to go away. You want to no. watch her. You kind of care a cunt about face, her, but you kind of don't hate her. It's amazing. I know. But You're like right. for example, in the first season, and Elizabeth McGovern. It's odd. And you're like, I love that she's not in anything because I don't care about her. She's not really in that world. And you kind of feel like the mom yeah. is not really involved in those lives. Yeah. It's almost she's brilliant. Mi- she's the Mr. Shoe of that show. She just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But the, like in the first season, um, Edith betrays. I don't know anyone's name. The older sister, Mary. Okay. There's a big betrayal there, a big yeah. fuck up thing. And you think, oh, this scene where there's they fu- homely, have... there's Mary, and then there's little sis. Little sis is my favorite, Sybil. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. She's Jasmine. Yeah, she's, she's Jasmine. so Jasmine But she's also, yeah. th- but there's she's a moment. She's got that hair and she like wants to, yeah. There's a moment where Edith and Mary mm-hmm. betray each other. And you feel like, oh, this confrontation is going to be delicious. It's right. the final episode of the season. We're going to see them getting ready for it. We're going right. to see. They're and it's literally. Sisters. And they're just two sisters going, how did you do that? Like, there's yeah. nothing. There's no pleasure in the moments. But it's all story, 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 That's story. the life of a sister. They constantly shit on each other and then support each other in that sort of surprising yeah. moment. I just feel like I want ple- the pleasure in the moments. Yeah. Like, for example, um, with Sybil and the chauffeur, they, they there was a line about. Oh, you're going to show me how an engine works. Uh-huh. She wants to know how an engine works, and he said he would show her. Yeah, but we never see that scene. We that they see them talk about it. I want to see that scene. Yeah, no. It would be pleasurable to watch that scene. I understand what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's all. I I find it fascinating as a, as a storyteller because I feel it's like plot point, plot point, next, and not a lot of savoring of yeah. moments. They did. Did you ever watch? Uh, Breaking Downton. No. So on Colbert Report. Oh, yeah. They did Breaking Bad. Right. As performed by three of the actors from Downton Abbey. So Were they, they had, really there? Yeah. It was okay. the the gay butler. And, Who's not gay anymore at all. I but mean, he's, he's going to be gay in season three again. He better gay it up. And then the Lord Grantham. Yes. And I can't remember who the third was. Did the gay butler get bloaty season two like he was super he was hot yeah he one, was a little less and then hot. something he was happened. probably doing another movie dennis that's the thing is you have to remember they don't get paid anything to do these shows right. in england like 
they're basically doing community theater when they do like Downton right. Abbey, and then they have to all go and do Best Marigold Hotel, yeah, to make a little bit of money. Uh, which I watched Under the Stars, by the way. Which I loved so, so much. It was so one of I my cried. favorite movies of last year. And I cried I, Under the Stars. I thought it was just so great. I was and, very vulnerable. Yeah. Did anyone complain about you? There was some no. fagala crying under the stars. Yeah, and I just why gave couldn't him the you put on stare. a nature video? Yeah, why couldn't anything but this? And I'm thinking, really, this is what and that makes me want to talk about Barbara Streisand. Oh, I saw um, Christmas Day. I saw the guilt trip. So have you seen it? No, but did they really never leave Malibu? When they shot it, that's what I read. Because she says that that was her deal, and yeah. I'm like, well, how'd you go to the Grand Canyon? Was that I think all? It's just a ba- I think it's a back shot. They of- really didn't go to the Grand I think, Canyon. Yeah, I think, yeah, and there was stuff in Vegas, and I think, I think they cheated a lot of it. They did yeah. a very convincing job of making you think she left Malibu. She ain't leaving fucking Malibu. No. But there is a really funny running gag. I saw Bruce Valanche coming out of the theater, and he had already seen it. And um, he he brought up the point that they keep making this joke that the movie acts like she's in menopause, like she's having hot right. flashes, and she's seventy four years old. <laughs> Isn't menopause fifty ish? Right? I Isn't think she... maybe even like forties yeah. to fifty. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the truth is, she looks great for her age. But it's like, don't keep hammering at home. Yeah, don't push your luck with. The it's menopause like everyone jokes. has to comment on her great legs. Yeah, it's you know. But I, she's. I love to hate her, and yet I found her really good in this movie. I, I loved just love to hate watching her. her. I love. I thought it was. I was into it. I got a little teary. Oh, Dennis. So, I well, I love Seth Rogen. I think he's such a. Yeah. You know what he is? He's deft. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. And I this liked is it. forty is one of my favorite movies of the year, yeah. and I just I love those Judd Apatow things. Although I did watch Funny People. Yeah. And it's a really bad movie. I have a T-shirt from it that I like, though. It I is. Wear it a lot. It is really a poor. It's just, first of all, it should never have been Adam Sandler. Yeah, he's just so thousand percent wrong for that role, and it's like an hour too long. Like it's not a little too long yeah. and indulgent. It's really yeah. trying to figure out what movie it is, and and I was so. Yeah. Although Nicole Payon has a little part in that, mm-hmm. and is good. Yeah, uh, she also pops up in This Is Forty, and she's going to be at the Mismatch Game this Saturday night. Where is that, Dennis? At the Gay and Lesbian Center, and Tony's doing it Friday night at eight, and Saturday night at eight, it's a whole other cast. And show up at the Renberg Theater, uh, LA Gay and Lesbian Center, eight o'clock, yeah. fifteen bucks, get some laughs, see the boys. Um, funny people I saw with. Uh, remember that guy from uh, that I loved so much before John Michael that broke my heart and that whole. Remember that guy? Yeah, I saw funny people with him during that like one or two weeks. When years later, this this guy that I right, and we had like a little like hangout period. Oh, that was that boy. movie we saw together. Yeah, that's a long, uncomfortable slog. It's a long slog of a movie. Um, let me see what I wrote down. That's a bit. That's about it. Oh, um, uh, I've had I've gotten emails from. A couple of couch potatoes, and I saw one at the gym. Oh, good. Who want to know what the alarm clock is that tracks my sleep? It's called the Renew, oh, the Renew Sleep Clog, and it's made by uh, Gear Four, I think is the company Gear Four. Um, but Renew Sleep Clock, and it's you know go on Amazon.com. It's like 149 bucks, and I love it. And 
Uh, my doctor says that it really worked well. And the sleep doctor was like, I had never heard of it, but she was like, it was totally accurate. I did the sleep study. It turns out I wake up 17.8 times per hour. And what's the latest with that? I get my mouth guard tomorrow. I pick it up. You know, I had to go and be fitted for that. Wow. And I told you what the doctor said. He was like this comical Jew no, like, you didn't with tell like me. the Jew afro. And he wore the white lab coat, but he had on a Marilyn Monroe tie that was about seven inches wide at the bottom of the right. tie, like one of those old school wide clown ties right? with a big picture of Marilyn Monroe on it. And he goes, your issue, your issue is the problems in your life are your muscles in the back of your throat relax too much. Wow. And I said, sir, it's our first time meeting, but <laughs> trust me, my career would be much farther along if that were true. But I love that he was like, your issue, your problem is you relax the muscles in the back of your throat. And I was like, that's wow, so vulgar. And he didn't get that it was vulgar at all. But so, yeah, so my windpipe thinks it's closing and my brain thinks I'm going to choke. And so it wakes me up so many times, times a night. So he made me this mouth guard, which he has invented, which will hold my tongue down. Wow. And I get it tomorrow and I hope it's not a nightmare because I want to fucking sleep because I'm exhausted. But uh, so I yeah. hope it works. And I, they were like, well, okay, well, your copay is $750. And I was like, what? That's a lot. How much does this actually cost? And they're like, 7500 Holy shit. And they just charge me 10% yeah. and bill the rest to insurance not knowing how much they're going to get. So it's like crazy expensive, Ugh. which is why the insurance was trying to get me to get the CPAP machine. Yeah. But I get this instead, and so, you know, whatever. Well, I hope it. I hope you have great results with that. I hope I so. That would be a good thing for sure. Um, let me look at my little listy. You would think I'd have more to say. More. I was looking at my list, and I like I've done stuff, but I have no insights. I have no insights, Tony. <laughs> no thoughts. I don't. People complain on cruise ships. That's my big one. Yeah, I'm trouble. It's true. I, I don't have deep thoughts. Although I will tell you something that I learned. That you know, I'm working on Rhapsody, the cruise ship pilot, and stuff like that. And so I was all I was taking notes on as different a things. series, right? Yes, as a series, right. Uh, Glee or Smash on a Boat. Yeah. With a little Downton Abbey class warfare Love it. situation. Uh, and um, they, I was talking to one of the cruise directors, Frenchie, who's from France. And uh, she was so nice nose. to me. She, I know, two on the nose. Yeah. She was super nice. And they let me go to a crew party and the crew disco. The awesome. cruise director really hooked me up. And we did this reading. And I think the show's going to work. And I, you know, I got some great tips from them. And it's going to be cool. So, um, so I was saying, well, where do people go if they're in a couple, but they both have roommates? Like, how does that work? Yeah. And she goes, well, I go, we're on the ship. And she goes, well, for a while we had a golf simulator, which was like this booth that was way up on one of the top decks. And it was like an enclosed booth right. that locked, you locked it up. Right. But when people went in there, they hit golf balls and there was some computerized screen thing that told and them And it was out. only open from like 10 to 6 or something. And so a lot of the crew staff would get the keys the key. to the golf simulator and go in there and Just fuck jizz around. it up. Jizzing it up. And I'm like, that's yeah. going to be an episode of Rhapsody with jizz condoms found in the yeah. golf simulator. And I think also the surf simulator, you can do it. <laughs> Just fuck on that fucking surfboard. It's going you know up and down, and there's the, no if water. But Deborah just... Messick can fuck on the rehearsal couch and smash. <sighs> then anything's possible. 
I, you know, I, I gave up. I watched the pilot and then I was out. I'm in. I love it. I and love to hate it. I love to love it. I'm in. This new season, they've really apologized. In Did a you way. read the Entertainment Weekly piece? No, but the makers really are like, we know we kind of shit on you and we're gonna, it's going to be good season two. Like, I kind of like the, that their EW tagline. piece really owns it. But their tagline for season two is, yeah, we know we fucked up. Please come back. Yeah. Which I kind of admire. And so it's yeah. like, I feel like I might go back. Yeah, I read this Entertainment Weekly piece. I was so excited about it. Because, first of all, the piece really goes at all those questions that fans... It really owns the hate-watching phenomenon. Right, like they kind it. of it's had this piece. great show that then they kind of shit on, yeah. and so now they but they fixed it. But they did a whole number with Jennifer Houston, a big Broadway, big right. number. And then they decided to, that they were going to change the story of the musical that she's in to better serve her character. So they totally trashed this number. They threw it out. They're like ex really expensive number. So that's interesting. We can maybe watch for that sometime. Um, uh, that's about it. That's those are my thoughts. It's the new year. It's uh, yeah. I can't believe it's 2013. I don't know where it all went, but. Uh, there you have it. I know. It's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. Um, I caught the tail end of New Year's Eve on the ship and really? Leah Michelle singing. Oh, um, the movie? Yeah. And I was kind of like into it. Wow. Really? I caught part of the vow. I get sucked in. I don't know. I like, first of all, I like anything that's not set in space, anything that's not set on Middle Earth. Yeah. Uh, anyone that's not a vampire. No, I hear you. I saw a billboard today for Hansel and fucking Gretel, and I'm I like, know. are you kidding Hansel me? Hansel and Gretel witch killers. What about people on Earth? Yeah, that aren't Rumpelstiltskin, Dracula, fucking Hobbit shit. I can't. Yeah. I don't have the fantasy gene. If I did, I would. My career would be much different. Yeah, you know. I hear ya. Uh, but there's that. Anyways. That's my thoughts. I'm yeah, trouble. I'm trying to think of your trouble, Dennis. You're I'm just trouble. trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so, I'm well. I mean, I'm. It's nice. It's good to be back at the comedy couch. Yeah, and I don't got... think I'm. And I don't think funk. I don't think fuck camp's gonna happen. That person I told that story. Yeah, I think I don't think it's gonna happen. None of us thought it was gonna happen, Dennis. I know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't think it's gonna happen? You're just now getting that. No, but it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen because I'm weird. <laughs> or like I'm I pussy out right that there is a I threw down the gauntlet yeah I hit the ball in the court and well you have a golf simulator he took that ball he I did he took the ball from the court yeah and shoved it up somebody, somebody else's, else's ass. ass god damn it <laughs> I yes I hear ya god. and if you listen closely you can hear the howling from Silver Lake Jesus yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Silver Lake. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, fuck and he's Silver not. Lake. He took his 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 not on scruff anymore. So that to me says life change. Oh yeah, uh, now weird. he's they're partnered. Or he's changing. But open. Or what, they're partnered, uh, yeah. but play. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked the word play. Ugh. I also don't like looking. <laughs> no, I um, like looking. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna you're, shit you're, on looking. Yeah. I like looking. I did see a, a headline on Scruff or Grinder where it said, "What's wrong with sup?" 
And I'm like, you're right. There's yeah, nothing really you're wrong on with fucking it. Grinder. Don't I hate it when people are like, why didn't you write me a letter? Yeah. Yeah, because you're on Grinder and you're just a fucking <laughs> cock in a hole to me. Okay. I'm not here. Like I fucking have a great roommate. All right. So you're just an orifice. That's why. Let's not fucking. That's why all you got was sup. And you didn't even get a question mark because I'm that lazy. Because you know why? Because there's 80 of you on Grinder right now, and you're all inner fucking changeable. That's why. <laughs> All you are is a hole with a certain amount of hair around it. So go, that's, keep going. This is fucking, fantastic. No, but it's the go, truth. Keep going. I resent. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so good and dark. No, but I resent the idea that someone's going to go on Grinder and then yeah. act like, why are you not being respectful? Yeah. I do like when people in like a short headline will tell you so much about what's getting their goat it's really interesting it's like oh that's a lot of information and a few words i get it i gotcha i'm on you i got it all right tomorrow night i'm back to dance class i'm very excited boy oh boy i know i'm gonna do more dancing in 2013 so i got my capizio jazz boots resold you know what that's i want to be jazzy that's not a sentence that i needed to hear yeah (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ! I got my capizio. That's like I, is that Dennis, the title of that's, this podcast. That's too gay for Smash. That literally not they, the old, not the new Smash. Yeah, no, the new Smash. They had that in season two, right before that song that Jennifer Hudson sang. They cut, they it. cut that also. They, they didn't care how much right. it cost. They cut it. They cut it. Yeah, they couldn't. Right. They literally like we can't have somebody say I got my capizio yeah. jazz boots resold. resold. That's just too. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> we can't have a French girl no. named Frenchie. No, it's just too much. Yes. All right. Well, we need to wrap this up. We'll wrap we right um, will be up. doing the Golden Globes special. Yeah. So you'll be seeing that Monday night at 10. But before that, you can see the mismatch game live at the Renberg Theater at the yes. Gay and Lesbian Center. It's gayandlesbiancenter.org. Is that right? LA Gay and Lesbian. LA Gay Center. Fuck the lesbians. Uh, LA Gay Center.org. Yes. For tickets. But you can just show up and get tickets. Yeah, just it's going to be up. a fun, fun It'll party. It'll be fun. There's a bunch of new clips on. Um, Facebook or uh, YouTube for it. And also, I do a monthly newsletter that I send out. And if you want to subscribe to it, go to my website, DennisHensley.com, and then hit subscribe. And I send out just whatever nonsense is going on. And I'm going to be doing stand-up here in Los Angeles on both the 16th and the 18th of January. The That's 16th, good stuff. Yeah, the 16th, I'm at Rolling Stone Live, I think it's called. It's at Hollywood and Highland. It's That's like right. a hard rock cafe, but it's Rolling Stone. Run, run, and roll. it's like 9 o'clock is the show. Yeah. Uh, and... I'm after Josh Wolf, who's like a big time Chelsea yes. Lately comic. So it's like comics that you would know and me. Um, and then at the 18th, I'm at the Palms in West Hollywood, which is a free show. And that's at eight o'clock. Um, and that's a really, really fun little yeah. room. It's a good room for stand up. Um, and then uh, I'm in Columbus, Ohio on the 15th, Tuesday night. I love that you're going there. Tuesday the 15th at Smashbox Live. So if anyone is near Columbus, uh, January Ohio, or February? Yeah, just next. After we do the Golden Globe special, we do the Golden Globe special oh, Monday shit. morning the 14th. And then I'm on a two o'clock flight to Columbus, get in at 11. And then I have the next day to do like radio shows and shit and do that show that night. That's and I'm back so Wednesday fun. Morning. There was a great gay story about Columbus that you should look up about two guys in line at a pizza parlor and some other guy was giving them gay shit and mm-hmm. then everybody in line and the pizza owners defended the gays. Love that. Yeah, it was. It came up on my AOL homepage at one point. That's not AOL. I know. Yeah, I'm still... Did it happen in this decade no, or was it, it, did it happen I in 94? I think it happened this decade, even though I might have been... And here's Lucky Star time. by Madonna. Oh, I wish. 
I, uh, I had another thought about some stuff. Uh, I, with my crews, uh, lots of weird, almost bad planning moments. Like, first of all, sign up for your spin bike the first day. Didn't know that. Uh, you're fucked out. No, you gotta. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. I have my, uh, my Swiss Army brand, whatever that is, backpack. Uh-huh. Okay, so I have a layover. I get off the plane in Dallas, and somebody else has taken my bag, and, I've, and they left one that was just like it. So I don't have my passport. Did I'm you in check Dallas. You, well, no, it's they just like, my backpack. They, they gate checked your backpack. No, they they it was uh, it was like a row or two ahead of mine, and the guy grabbed wow. it, and there were two alike. And so I I I go, oh my god, somebody took my thing, and I'm my passport's in there, yeah, and I'm going scary. on a cruise. So I went to the gate clerk, and I explained it, and I was really calm, but I was also very forceful. Like this is what's happened, and right. I know this, is, and and the, and the one woman looked at me like. I can't help you right, at who cares, all. Right, right. Like it was really that look of like you would get, you know, Melissa yeah. McCarthy to play them in a sketch. And then the other dude that was kind of there was like, "Well, let me see it." And then he found the ticket and he he found the passenger's name and called the cell phone of the person and said wow. and said, "You left your bag on the plane. You have the wrong bag." And the guy, you could hear the guy going, "No, I have my bag. I'm holding it right yeah. now." And the guy said, "No, that's not your bag. If you look inside, you'll see it's not your bag." And so the guy came and brought it, and I was able. That's to That's like my a Harrison Ford movie. Yeah, it was like, but that's I was crazy. Like, yeah, there's a bomb in your bag, and you don't know it, I know. and you took the wrong bag, and this has been. I know it was like eighty nine minutes dunk? of movie, and we're gonna like, yeah, yeah. But I, that's interesting. I just was like, everything's it'll work out, and so there you have it. Well, it I did. Know, ish. All right, I got that's there. Good. Whatevs. Well, oh, and I had my balls cupped. I'm sorry, I forgot that part. What, Dennis? God damn you! <laughs> you know what? So God damn I had, you! I, had, I also had a Mormon on the plane with me, which we also have to talk about. So this okay. podcast is far from over. It's far from over. Settle so in. Let's so talk wait, about your fucking cup uh, it balls. It was not even a cup moment, but here it is. I had. I got off the plane. I got off the ship at 7 a.m. yesterday morning. So mad at My you. My flight at seven was at seven. It was at 6.30 p.m. So I had the whole day in Lauderdale. What the fuck am I going to do? I have my bags, yeah. whatever. So I go to one of those gay resorts where you can buy a day pass and have a room for $50. Oh, that's a smart idea. And it was the best day. I went and got a massage. Like, I, it was lovely. And it was, Lauderdale Beach is really cool. Like, I, it was cool. Yeah. So, um, but it was like one of those clothing optional places. And, and I'm going to be there the uh, 29th and 30th of January if anyone is a couch potato in Florida. Real, and in Lauderdale or Miami? Because yeah. I'm, the store that I was referred to was Dynamite. I don't know. You don't like All massages right. that much, but I do. But anyway, so it was a clothing optional whatever place and um, the Windemar. And so um, <laughs> when I first got there, they put me in a room that hadn't been made up yet. And I'm like, okay, well, it's for a day, whatever. Yeah. What then am I they... at the Abbey Hotel in Puerto Vallarta? <laughs> then they moved me to a room that was really nice and made up and all that stuff. And I, and I was changing clothes and this and the bellhop walks in and he's like, hey, is everything okay? And can I do a... The the you know the air conditioning everything I'm like just show me how to turn on the TV yeah my eyes are bugging out of my head yeah. right now and then he just walks over and I'm because na- I'm naked because I was changing and he just walks over and he kind of <laughs> are you fucking ball. kidding and he, me he goes like nice and then walks out and he said they were nice he's like well there's something nice like there was one or two words that he was pleased what were the words I don't know nice I think it was nice I don't know. <laughs> Well, big and low, like Dennis. They there's a big and sad and gray. No, it, there are a lot of words was, it could was, be. He was pleased. It wasn't. I think he just thought they were pretty. They, I don't think they were sizable or low hanging or anything like that. 
But uh, he was just like, yeah. But it was so. Did you have pretty balls all this uh, time, and no, I didn't know. I mean, it was whatever. He was Dennis. Just, don't what's hide he your light do? under a bushel. What's he gonna do? Go, go over and cut my junk, and then go. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly. He's done it no, a lot. No. Let's not act like you're the first time he's ever done it. No, but I, yeah, I bring out non-dickishness sometimes in certain people. So wait a minute. <laughs> then he left. This is such a non-story. Why did you let him leave? Because he was weirdo, and I didn't want to do nothing with. Like it was just weird. It felt like because it's a gay welcome wagony. Either you need to get resort. him fired, or you need to get in him. No, there's only two no appropriate no. responses to being at a gay resort and someone you're naked. What about and an just kind of going, oh, that's wild. And then going no. on with your day. How's that? Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. You need to talk to the manager and have that person put out on the goddamn street, sent back to the country where they were born. Or you need to get them face down in that bed and bite that fucking pillow. <laughs> One of the two. That's but it. It was the only it possible. I wasn't attracted to him, A, and I didn't, and he, you know, he figured out how to turn on the TV. I wasn't going to get him fired. You're not allowed to touch somebody's, you're not allowed you to touch my balls. You are at that place, that's the You're not pla- allowed to touch your balls, It should be called I Touch say. My Balls In. That's wow. the whole point of that place, of the, you know. Wow, and, and so were there other people There was some clothing optional were stuff going out. Touching but I, people's balls? I didn't see anything crazy going on, but I just got into my room and I was doing... So the most sex you saw was from the bell guy who touched your balls? Oh, yeah, by a, by a mile. Jeez. Yeah, that's the only... But that was a weird... And it wasn't... It was more of like a brush by... It was kind of like a, oh, nice tattoo kind of... Mo- like, not, you know, it was like... Oh, you have a... You have a hair going in your eye. <laughs> yeah, it's except like that. it's your balls. Here, let me get that. It was like that kind of. It was that. That's quick. weird. Yeah, that's a yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Jesus Christ! So. What does this world come to? I don't know. I didn't mind it. I felt like. Um, what do you mean you didn't mind? I it? didn't mind it. I felt like that. Okay, I did something crazy at the clothing <laughs> optional place. Now I can go to Starbucks, get my coffee, work on my newsletter. Get a massage and get on my plane. Balls touch, check. Latte, <laughs> check. 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 Give me that latte. Wi-Fi code, check. Check, and I'm in. I did. And the code is touch my balls. That's <laughs> irony. That's poetic. Is what but wait, is. you had another tangent that you needed I to. I came back from Phoenix, Arizona. I changed planes after my $655 to come back three days early, which I was happy to pay. And I'm on the flight. So at 8 a.m., I'm out of fucking Puerto Vallarta to Phoenix, Phoenix to Burbank. And I have this fat girl come and sit next to me. And it's two two seats, aisle two seats, because it's a little small plane. Right. Uh, and the flight attendants had said, by the way, everyone, this is going to be a, only not even a half full flight. So sit wherever you like. You don't have to pay attention to oh the Oh, my number. God. When was the last time I ever yeah. heard that? And so when this sort of large uh, woman sat next to me, and you know, by that I mean partially in my seat, I was like, she had gone on with another woman, and they had the name, the Mormon name tags on. Interesting. So I said, oh, you know, I don't know if you want to sit with your friend, but the flight attendant said there's plenty of room. You can sit wherever you want, but I mean, you can stay here. I can move if you want your whatever. And she goes, you know what? God told me I need to sit with you. Oh, boy. And I was like, you know what? No, he didn't. He really didn't. Because it's still like 9, 10 in the a.m. And I was at the Abbey Hotel. And I don't know if you know about this. I don't know if God told you that there was a pipe burst and the fucking Wi-Fi was down. And Luis, the manager, was a fucking asshole. But and he didn't cup anyone's until balls. God tells you that, you really don't need to start in with your fucking Mormon shit with me right now. And so, and she was British. 
And really? so, yeah, she was. None of this adds up to me. British I know. fat Mormons. She was don't a chubby British girl who looked like Monica Lewinsky. She should have been singing Rolling in the Deep. I, I would have gladly, I would happily shared my seat with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, and she was like, she had just, uh, she was coming from Utah. She had been at, is it Cathedral City or Mormon Temple City or whatever, where it's like the capital, like Mormon, the head Mormon place in Salt Lake. Uh, Temple Square. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's where she has been doing her two year mission is in Temple Square. Oh, how interesting. At working in the visitor center. Right on. But she was doing a two week a uh, little mini trip Boots to cruise. San Fernando um, in, you know, outside of Los Angeles. Okay. And she, um, her parents for Christmas had just gotten her this ring. Right. And it was uh, the big blue sapphire with the diamonds around it, which mm-hmm. is exactly Kate Middleton's engagement oh, wow. ring. Okay. It was sort of like the heart of the ocean. Right. Like on your ring. And it was like, wow, you're a, you're a chubby British girl, so of course your parents got you Kate Middleton's ring because like a man's probably not gonna. But like if he does, he'll have three other wives because you're Mormon. Like you know what I mean? Like that's kind of where my mind went. It was oh like my God. <laughs> it was sort of sad. Like I was like, oh, that's such a pretty ring. And then I go, I have to ask, is that the is that the Kate Middleton ring? And she goes, oh, well, don't you have a keen eye? Yes, I'm so surprised that you know. And I go, well, you know, I mean, I'm gay and I work on fashion. Please, we talked about that ring a lot, you know, and. Whatever I wanted to be like, get the gay thing right out there to hopefully try to make her uncomfortable enough to, that she would move away, and no such luck. And so she goes, "Well, God keeps speaking to me, and He's telling me that we should talk." He's asking if the word dream board means anything he, to you. He <laughs> he felt God. He feels I, this that you true. have a resistance to themes. Yeah. He goes, uh, God wants you to know it's the winter of why not. And I said, you know what? You and God are wrong. It's not <laughs> That for was me. last year. First oh, of all. okay. Whatever. This is the winter of making things better. It's not, though. <laughs> and she proved it in tw- seats 20 seat, 20 C and D. And so this fat Mormon bitch sat there with her fucking uppity British accent talking about how God was telling her in her ear right then, right then. That I really, he knows that I want to have a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. And I was like, um, isn't God supposed to be co-piloting this aircraft right now? <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, I go, I'm sorry, but if the bumper stickers are true. And she kind of laughed and I was like, look, I don't really know a lot about Mormonism, but, you know, my roommate had a very particular you know, relationship where they were coming to the house and I was like, let me tell them not to come. And then finally he said, you know, he told them, okay, I'm gay. And they said he had to be read a letter to the Bishop and get stricken from the book. So it's as if he was never born. And she was like, well, it's not saying he was never born. (laughs) It's just saying that his parents never had him. And I was like, but do you not get that? That's the same thing. None of that is part of my story. It's yeah, like that, I was never born, that I was stricken from the book. That when you look up your parents in the, like, Book of Mormon, they didn't have a son named Dennis. Hmm. You've been, like, removed, as if as if you never existed, right? Well, I'm just not a baptized Mormon. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't say, and then they had this son, Dennis, who wasn't baptized. Oh, I don't it's know. It's just there's, you've been, like, literally white out, just, like, white out over you. Like, it's, like, as if, you know, and I was like, well, that's kind of a, that seems a little you know, severe. And she was like, well, we can't have people in the book that were 
baptized and then wanted to be unbaptized. I mean, he just wanted to be removed from the book. Yeah. And I go, well, I don't think he really wanted to be removed from the book. He just wanted to stop having them stop coming to our house. Yeah. Like, it's, really, there's a difference and and whatever. So she was very, very nice. and But she really thought that God was telling her that, you know, God knew that I wanted to have a relationship with his son. And I really maybe you know. she was thinking of Jesus. I know. I was like, there must have been a Jesus or two. You've got to be thinking of our gardener, but I don't even think that's true. Frankly, I just want them to not get long clippings on my car. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that was she was very very nice though. And Mormons I, are nice people, even though which is what I said. I said this you whole know, story with my right. whole thing. And I, said, I that's still the thing don't about think my roommate I, is he's I still like, think they're nice. Exactly. I and know, I asked even if she though had like, seen Book of Mormon, they kind of kicked me out. I'm like not that bitter, right? Like I, I go, it's really. I have to say, as much as I want to feel like you know, you guys funded this, you know, Prop Eight, and did I, I really don't have ugly anger, anger towards the Mormons, not nearly yeah. like I do to the Catholics, you know, and and I go, I, you know, I do think that it's sort of really cool that when I went and saw Book of Mormon all the ads in the playbill were yeah. from the Mormon church. Like they've kind of like embraced it as like, yeah, this show kind of draws attention and it's, you got to believe something. And right. You know, our stuff that we believe is no crazier than any other religion. So why not? Yeah. If this works for you, give us a call, which I kind of, you know, like, so, so yeah. So I had a chubby monoclinic Mormon that thought that God wanted me to have a relationship with the son. Did she ever kind of go, oh, I, you know what? I, I it was a bad, bad I was connection. getting a wrong feed. I, I, yeah, sure no. Was, no, she was good. I All need right. to go sit in 14 soon. All right. That's good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Those were our tangents. Yeah. So check out uh, Dr. Kiss, the world's That's greatest right. lip balm. You get that at vanitymark.com. That's right. I also want to recommend the friend's novel that I just read. Richard Kramer wrote a book called These Things Happen, and I read it on my trip, and it's lovely. Sublime oh, was the word I used on my Amazon review. That's nice. Yeah. So. All right. And yeah. get yourself one of those uh, Renew sleep clocks over yes. at Amazon.com. That's awesome. And uh, let the company know that I'm uh, selling them for That's them. That's right. But uh, we'll be back very, very soon. And yeah. by that, I mean two months from Whatevs. now, uh, whenever we can. It's um, Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. That's right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.